Welcome to the C3 Church Podcast. We're currently in our series, Back to Life. Stay tuned for this week's message. Those of you who've been at the other services, uh, in the words of Jesus, again I say unto you. I'm preaching the same, same message. We're just going to hit the high points and, um, and pray for you. So uh, let's pray right now. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you're here. Holy Spirit, you're here. God, already you've been touching hearts. Already you've been speaking to us. You've been ministering to us. You've been bringing encouragement, Lord. You've been, God, I just just see you've been doing some deep stuff. You've been preparing the way already for your word. God, I thank you that your word is like seed that's going to fall into the hearts of your people. And God, bring forth fruit. Bring forth a result. Bring forth a breakthrough. Bring forth change and transformation. Oh, Father, we thank you tonight that you love us. God, I just pray right now, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth here tonight at C3 Oxford Falls as it is in heaven. And God, we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, For those of you who haven't caught up with the life and times of Vicki Simpson, um, I started out this year with something of a health crisis. What happened was essentially this. I went to bed Wednesday night, February the 1st, um, being in reasonably fine form, and woke up on Thursday the 2nd, and I couldn't walk. Literally, Swung my legs around the side of the bed, and as my feet hit the ground, pain shot up through my feet, up my legs, and I got up, and and I mean I could walk, but 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 it, I was like jelly. I couldn't I couldn't control how I walked. I know I kind of look like a thunderbird, but it was it was sort of a bit like, and I'd lost my balance if I tried it. To, I mean it totally freaked me out. I mean the single most terrifying moment of my life. And, and, and my husband, who's a very um, cool, calm and collected kind of guy, um, just really went into shock. I saw the blood drain from his face. He, he, re- he really went into a bit of a panic, didn't know what to do. We actually rang our uh, osteopath to ask him, because I thought, press my back, something's gone in my back, my neck. He said, get an ambulance and get it quick. His concern was that I'd had a stroke. So I went to the emergency department at Manly Hospital uh, spent six hours there. They told me what I didn't have. I didn't have a brain tumour. I hadn't had a stroke, which was good news. Um, but they couldn't tell me what I did have. They, they, they couldn't give me a diagnosis. And um, they wanted to send me to a rehabilitation centre. Uh, Lock me away. And I, I, like Amy Winehouse, went, no, no, no. You're not sending me to rehab. So um, I went back. I, I, I literally, I mean, Jules McConaughey uh, was there at the time. Rang Jules, come and get, come and get us. I'm not staying here. Uh, I mean, I, I did. I mean, I felt sick. I mean, I actually felt. I felt like I had a virus, to be honest. I went straight to my GP, and she she said to me, "Did they check you for virus?" I said, "I don't know what they checked me." She says, "This looks viral." Anyway, long story short, went through a whole series of of tests of. Uh, had an MRI to make sure I didn't have multiple sclerosis because um, in addition to my walking, my vision had got affected. It was literally like my vision was like a flickering television screen, like the old analog television. It was kind of like going like that. I had my fingers would, would sort of just randomly twitch. wasn't looking great. I actually remember that if I went to bed that night not really being sure if I was going to wake up the next morning. 
I did, I was so relieved and so grateful to God. I remember getting a, and, and, and walk, like I had to hold onto the wall to walk. And I went into the lounge room and I sat down and the Lord dropped scripture into my heart. And it was Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for good, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And you know, to be honest, that's, that's, I kind of grown a bit numb to that scripture, to that promise. You know, you get it in your every birthday card, you kind of, you know, get it in Jeremiah 29, 11. I was really great when I heard it the first time 30 years ago, but I kind of, you know, I thought, yeah, 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 yeah. But I tell you what, when you don't know if you've got a future and a hope, that's a really good scripture to get. And, and, and so the, I had hoped that, that, that I would be okay. But it's been a journey. It's, t- it's taken a number of months. Uh, it took a number of months for me to even get the ability to heal toe back. So I totally lost the uh, ability to just, just to walk, just to do that. I'd kind of go like, like, like that. So I had to have um, physiotherapy. I was on anti-inflammatories for some time. And I'm still a work in progress. Um, I, I, can, I, can, I can walk and I can even walk quickly, but I, can't, I still can't run. Not that I was much of a runner. I'll leave that to the hubby. Um, and so, so this, this, this health crisis, out of the blue, you know, it's such, such a, a jolt. And uh, some weeks into it, I was, I was in our lounge just, just reading my word and just praying. I felt the Lord tell me to read the story of Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha and the Gospel of Luke. We're going to re- read it to you right now from chapter 10. A story which I've read many times, countless times over the years. Even a story I've preached from. So let me read from verse 38. Now it happened as they went that Jesus entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. She had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Mary sat. Everyone say she sat. She sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled. The Amplified Version says you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. And the Lord said to me, Vicki, you think you need to learn how to walk again? He said, in actual fact, you need to learn how to sit again. You need to learn how to sit again, to sit like Mary. You see, I'd lost the ability to sit I'd lost the ability just to stay still in the presence of God. I mean, I'd be constantly rushing. I'd be constantly churning. Like my thoughts would be always just bouncing off the side of my brain, just like, like go, go, go. And the Lord said to me, Vicki, I want you to learn how to sit again. And I believe there are some of you here tonight, and you need to do just that as well. You need to learn how to sit again. You've lost the ability to sit, I believe. That the, that the Church of Jesus Christ in 21st century Western culture is in danger of losing the ability to sit. And I believe God wants us to, to, to take it back, hey, to learn 
how to sit again. He said to Mary, it's worth it. You know, he said, this is the, he actually told Martha, this is the best thing you can do. This, this is the better part. He goes, you see, Martha was getting her knickers in a twist over the fact that Mary wasn't helping her in the kitchen. She's out there making sandwiches for Jesus. And, and, and she's getting, a, you know, it's getting on a goat that Mary's not pulling her weight. She says to Jesus, come on, can you tell my sister to get the heck back in here and to help me? He goes, I'm not going to do any such thing. He says, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it because Mary is where she should be, sitting at my feet, hearing my word. Now, it's not that what Martha did was bad. Just because what Mary did was good doesn't mean what, what Martha did was bad because there's a time to sit and there is a time to serve. There is a time to sit and there is a time to serve. But this was Martha's problem. Why didn't Martha sit at that time? Yes, she was distracted with much serving, the word says. But Jesus, I believe, looked a bit deeper. Jesus had a word of knowledge. He says, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. Many things. Not just the sandwiches in the kitchen. Not just the fact that his sister wasn't helping her. Many things. I believe he saw into that anxiety that was just churning in her soul. And the Lord said to me, you know, Vicky, the thing that's stopping Martha sitting is anxiety. And I realized the thing that was stopping me, just being still, sitting, resting in the presence of God was anxiety. Anxiety, fear, stress. Jesus said, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, many things. What are your things tonight? What are the things that you get anxious about? What are the things that you you get worried about? What, what, what is it that you're afraid of? I've been amazed in the last two services, the response, as I've asked for people to come forward for ministry, to respond, raise their hands if there's, a, there's some issues that they're anxious about. I mean, this morning, it was like nearly 100%. Anxiety, I tell you what, it's, it's a curse. It rips us off. It steals us off our life. And this series is all about getting your life back. Jesus wants you to get your life back. He wants you to enjoy your life. Anxiety will rob from you. It's a curse. He wants us free of it. What are the things tonight? You might even be able to put your finger on it. You might even be able to identify it. I mean, perhaps you can. Perhaps there's something going on in my family. There's something going on. You know, I'm not getting on with someone in my family. Or or, or perhaps, you know, there's a loved one who doesn't know the Lord. I mean, I get a bit anxious about the fact that I'm a minister of the gospel and I have been for 20 years. And yet my own family are kind of, you know, taking their time coming round to surrendering their lives to Christ. You know, you can, it, we can be anxious about loved ones. I mean, if, if you have health challenges or someone that you love isn't well, that they're sick, can make you anxious. Money, money can make you anxious, lack of it. You know, there's a lot of pressure right now, you know, in, in, in our community you know jobs people come and go like jobs are being shared and you know you get a little bit anxious am I still going to have a job tomorrow what are the things what are the things the anxious thoughts that are ripping you off 
You know, I believe in our, in our culture, we're in danger of undervaluing the value of sitting. And we like to rise up, arise. You know, I make a joke that I've traveled to many churches and I've been to a number that are called arise, rise up, but I've never been to one that's called sit down. You know, it's sort of like it's, but I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something, you, 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 you cannot arise unless you've sat down. At the place of sitting down, I tell you what, it's, it's the most, one of the most powerful things you can do. You see, I'm not talking about passivity. I'm not just talking about, yeah, sitting down in front of the television, right? With a remote control, recline a rocker. That's not the kind of sitting down I'm talking about. I'm talking about a sitting down which involves engagement with God. It involves encounter with Him. It's, it, it requires focus. I mean, I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do. But I tell you what, it's a necessary thing to do. And as you do it, it brings ease into your life. I mean, it releases burdens. It, it brings change. It brings transformation. Because you see, as Mary sat, what did Jesus do? He didn't sit down with her and crack open the, the, the sad block. No, what did he do? He, he, he did what he does. He, he released his word. He, he started to impart to her. He started, he, he, he started to share with her. He started to download to her. He started to give her what it was that she needed. As she sat, Jesus did what only Jesus can do. As she sat and expected and listened, stuff happened. Spiritual power was released. He got to work. Things started to happen. And there's some of you here tonight and you're getting frustrated and you're wanting something to change, but you're not doing the very thing that's going to activate the change that you're wanting. And that's to sit, to sit at the feet of Jesus, to come into that, to set up a space. Set up a space, a place, a time with God. Let the rest of the worship team just get in position there, warriors of God. Because there's a place and you've got to do it intentionally. You've actually got to do this intentionally. It doesn't just happen. There's a brother in the, sitting next to a lady in red, you've got blue stripes. Top, what's your name, mate? Scott, you know what I'm talking about. You are totally in the zone. You are like, oh, this is it. In actual fact, God, Scott, saying to you, he gives you permission to sit. He gives you permission to rest. And he'll provide. He'll provide. He's going to give you the answers that you need. There's one area in particular of anxiety that's just been buzzing around in your head. And you are a thinker. You are an analyzer. You like to work things out. You like to, you know, have cross your boxes but but I, I just I just I just see you're just going to wake up and you're just going to know some of those answers that you've been seeking because you're taking the time just to sit to sit I mean I personally sit first thing in the morning like that's what I do I you know get out make myself a cuppa I go we got a one bedroom apartment not a lot of, lot of space there go out on our balcony I've just set up a space there you know, and, and I meet with God. And you know what? It's not that I didn't, didn't pray before. It's not that I stopped reading my Bible. It wasn't that I'd gone all carnal. No, I continued to do all those things. But it was from a place of like having to do this, having to accompany it. And like, you know, and, and, and it was like I, I keep having to bring my, my brain back. And now as I come to have my time with the Lord, the Holy Spirit keeps saying to me, just sit, Vic. It's not another thing on the to-do list. Just sit. You know, it's an encounter. It's a relationship because that's why Jesus died. After all, Jesus died to connect us to the Father. And we'd have relationship. 
that we'd enjoy our life. John 10, 10 said, the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Abundant life, a good life. Have you lost the ability to sit? Do you need to learn how to sit again? I don't know you all. I don't know. Maybe you're a lot more, you know, holy than me. But I'd lost the ability to sit. And this whole season of learning to walk again has been parallel to me learning how to sit again. You know, I want to really pray tonight. I want to pray for people who've been struggling with anxiety. I really believe that there's an anointing here tonight. As we worship, as we sing, chains are going to be broken. Fear is going to flee. People with panic attacks, you're going to, you're going to get set free. You're going to, some of you, it's not going to be like an overnight, but you're going to, uh, you're going to acquire from God the, the ascendancy. You're going to get the power in God to conquer this thing. I used to have panic attacks. I used to be medicated for them. And there came a time I thought, man, I'm just following in my mother's footsteps. This is a curse. And I just said, God, God, I'm just be- I just believe you set me free from this thing. And it was a journey. I haven't had a panic attack in years. They still try to come on. But I look that thing in the eye and I grip my teeth and I tell it what for and where to go. And, you know, and that's it, it just, I'm just sensing the number of you are just struggling in this area of fear and stress and anxiety. So... I'd like us all to stand. Can we all just stand right now? Thank you, Lord. Now, I want us to, I tell you, we singing, Oh Jesus. Before the end of the night, I'd love to sing that carried away one again. That's flipping awesome. Hey? I mean, I like this single. You're doing it now. That's fine. But that would be a great one to flip over to at some stage. <laughs> Not telling them what to do. No. Not really, but anyway, there you go. Let's close your eyes right now. Thank you, Lord. Father, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you're here. We just declare, God, your name, the name of Jesus. I declare the Lordship of Jesus right now. God, there are souls here tonight needing peace, needing peace. You know, I don't know you all here tonight, and maybe you're here and you've never actually given your life to the Lord. You've never admitted your need for God. You, 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 you haven't actually confessed Jesus as your Lord. You've not crossed over that line. You know, if that's you tonight, in a moment, I'm going to invite people to come down. I want to really pray for people, problems with stress and fear and anxiety. But if you're here tonight and, and you're not a Christian, you've, or you've never even admitted your need for God. I mean, you might believe in him, but you, you haven't encountered him. You know, I'm going to encourage you to just come as well. Come as well. I want you to come right down the front. Those of you, or perhaps you need to come back to the Lord. Hey, you you haven't been on track. You haven't been following him. You gave your life to the Lord a long time ago, but but you're not living like it anymore. As people come, I want you to come as well. And I want you to come right down here, right down here so I can meet you. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church podcast. Visit us online at myc3church.net. Join us next time for more great teaching.